confession time. Did you actually watch the Super Bowl? <laughs> oh, I have two small children. So how long is the Super Bowl? Like four or five hours? I, I don't have four or five hours of TV watching time in me. Uh-huh. I got some highlights. Did you? Yeah. I watched the whole thing, it, of course. It's an American tradition. It's a, an American religion. I mean, the absolute bombardment of America and American civic religion <laughs> themes. We, we were actually joking about it during our watching party, which had a few select people. And one thing that was being joked about was this issue of like just how just the bombardment of how many different themes were coming back to back oh, to back okay, to back okay. to back to back. I mean, it was just like wham, wham, wham. Like I mean, themes it, like of America. Yeah, themes of America, but like every every loaded theme possible. Like, oh yeah, get married, drink beer, watch the game, yes, fly yes, the plane, yes. do you know? Just like it's it was such a bombardment and so intense. You know, the part of it that I did watch, I watched with my six year old mm-hmm. who is now. That's my oldest. Mm-hmm. And my six-year-old is now of the age where they're like asking the kinds of questions, like big questions about yes, things. Yes. So when we were watching, I always like to watch, um, and I want to talk about this. I like to watch all of the patriotic songs leading up yep. to, um, because it's just always like a water cooler moment. I'm not a huge football fan. So I, I'm, I wanted to watch that. Yep. And I watched it with my six-year-old. And he was like, why are there airplanes flying above? <laughs> and so there's just a lot of context to yes. explain, you know, cause I'm a child of the nineties and I remember to me, the ultimate, um, national anthem singer is Whitney Houston and always will mm-hmm, be, but mm-hmm, you know, everyone mm-hmm. else is vying for second place in my mind, but I had to explain so much to my six year old. How about you? Like your, your children were they, did they watch the whole thing? Did you watch the whole thing? They watched a lot of it. I sat there and watched literally every second of oh. all the ads and it was a great game too. It was so, until the yeah. very end when it became disappointing. Well, did you did did you have a team that you favored? No, not really. Okay, I I didn't either. I mean, I uh, don't really <laughs> care. About, but but, you but know. yeah, no. But my, my my kids were they were they were really into the idea of the halftime show. Oh, well, nice. look. Okay, let's just simply get into it, friends and listeners. Leah and I have curated for you, unknown to the other, in the in the style of our news roundup. Although I'm not sure this qualifies as a news roundup. Yes, Super Bowl. Roundup? Super Bowl news roundup. Four moments. Each of us have four moments that we that we have chosen to curate for discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Who goes first? Well, I'll go first because I have something that started way before the game, like an hour oh. before oh. the game. Still counts. Yeah, because Part of the, st- the stream of activities leading up to the game. Oh yes, to me, to me, the Super Bowl is like a day of TV. Mm-hmm. We don't really watch TV. We don't, we're not. In our house, we don't have the TV on, like, mm-hmm. in the background all the time. But this mm-hmm. is one of the days, just because it's like, you know, I knew we were going to be talking about this. I didn't want to miss out on a moment. Right. Um, and so, all of a sudden, we're watching TV. And I don't remember what time this started. Mm-hmm. But I hear something that I'm really familiar with. And I'm going to play a little bit for you. Ready? Okay. Yep. Okay. What's that? Okay. What's happening? It is this, like, the ultimate choral ensemble singing very famous Americana-type song. Uh Uh-huh. And it is, it's called, um, 
ragged old flag. It, it, it has voiceover by Johnny Cash. And it is like this American civil religion, like explosion of messaging. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I was riveted because of everything you just said about all these messages coming at you at once. The absolute bombardment. Oh, yeah. And just the sound of a really traditional glee club singing yes. a really traditional American song. I was like, I, you know, it's one of those experiences that feels so fundamentally of this culture. Mm -hmm. How could you even explain it? <laughs> like you either live here or you happening? don't. Yes. And so my six year old was like, what song is this? And what, so, and there are many pictures that it's a fairly mm -hmm. lengthy video where there's pictures of young people looking at American things mm -hmm. and you're, and, um, you know, mostly talking about American wars mm -hmm. and it just felt like it was like an overdose of, I'm not even sure what the drug was. Yeah. Nostalgia. <laughs> so did you miss it? Did you miss it? You didn't see that part? No, I, I tuned, I started watching about an hour before and I saw various kinds of pregame songs and things, but. Well, I saw, I mean, it's, it's a very patriotic cause you know, Johnny Cash was kind of the king of doing like God and country type, you know, vocal spoken word type things. And I, as I understand it, it was produced by the NFL as sort of a tribute to soldiers. Uh, but, um, and then I also, you know, read some analysis that said it could be taken as a rebuke of Colin Kaepernick and kneeling, oh. you know, so there's so many layers to it. And I, I haven't, you know, I, I don't know enough about how it was produced, but I think there's probably hopefully some scholars working on analysis of it right now mm -hmm. to get at all the threads. But that was my one moment. That was prior to the Super Bowl, but prior. somehow very much a part of the Super Bowl. Yes. So Absolutely. you start off like if you're going to explain it to somebody who is from another culture, you'd be like, first off, America. That's what we're going to talk about. <laughs> first off, <laughs> the idea of it. United States. Okay, okay. Your turn. Your turn. All right. I'm going to start with the first ad that I saw. I was keeping oh. track. I actually had seven things, but I've whittled it down to four. You know my hoarding. You're so disciplined. You know my, hoard, my hoarding, um, my hoarding um, um, propensity. The yes. first one was an ad that I wasn't sure what it was, as one often is not sure, until the very end. Uh-oh. Let's play. There's some music going on here. I'm just going to describe it to you. Okay. People are looking if you at think that all is lost. If you think all is lost. <sighs> people are that looking, every dream has faded. People are looking desolate here. That the last light of hope uh -oh. whatever, is gone. Whatever you're picturing, it's exactly what you're seeing here. <laughs> think again. Think again. It's there within you. It's something okay. that can never die. Okay. It's Scientology. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I this thought for sure ad. this was going to be an evangelical thing. They're catching on to the four on the floor Twice. worship music mix. Yep. Okay, so Scientologist, that's like 15 years, 20 Create. years, a little late, but. Create. Live. Live. Again. Again. Wow. Is the live again like a resurrection thing? Uh, I'm not as familiar really this with This would be a really interesting adaptation. This is fascinating. People are now living again. And what are they doing? Things are growing. The trees are growing. Um, oh, okay. Pictures are okay. being magically painted as murals on walls. Okay. Uh, puzzles are putting themselves together. Cracked mirrors are going back together. People are looking out over a cityscape. Wow. And here's wow. the conclusion. Then you. 
curious great, question mark great vocal and now finally in the last one second scientology.tv and so they don't reveal what it's about until excellent. the last essentially excellent. two seconds excellent yeah. um thoughts, okay thoughts vibes like what's have you ever uh, seen a scientology ad on tv like that um i don't know that i have i don't know but you know um well, you know, I, I see a lot of Billy Graham slash Franklin Graham ads. Mm-hmm. I've seen many Latter-day Saints ads. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes sense that you would, I mean, I'm sort of impressed that they marshaled the resources for that because that is a ton of money. I mean, I know yeah. Scientology got, is well-funded, but that that seems like a pretty big... Mm-hmm. That's a big buy. Buy, a big yes. Deal. And... I mean, you know, I, I've watched Going Clear, which is a fascinating documentary oh. and many different kind of Scientology things. Um, I've read Dianetics. Mm-hmm. Oh, gone have. to a Scientology center. I have never spoken with anyone who's read Dianetics. Oh, well, we need to do a whole episode about that. I've gone to a center, a celebrity center in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh-huh. Um, and so I'm fascinated oh. by Scientology's external face. Mm-hmm. Like how they're always shifting like how they brand themselves yes. you know so this seems like a rebranding it's sort of generic because prior Live to this they really again well they they really depended on particular celebrities yeah and that sort of went south for them yeah because then you're tied to that celebrity yeah. and then if that celebrity goes off the rails now, or if they rebel like or, yeah Leah leave, Remini yeah yep, yep, yeah you leave it and now you you expose it yeah but yeah. the song was moving um I guess maybe some people you know who are who are adrift could could um you know kind of like the you want to live again you want to live again okay like, well, who doesn't want to live again I want to live again right I want to live again now I want to live again later sign me up <laughs> um okay. okay okay good 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 all right what do you got um okay I have um so I was mentioning that I really like the all of the America ish songs that yeah. go prior to yeah um I thought I anyway so I want to play. Um, a little excerpt from Lift Every Voice and Sing, performed by Cheryl Lee Ralph, who is the actress who plays my favorite character in one of the best new sho- newer shows, Abbott Elementary, if you've okay. ever seen it. Uh, I have seen part of one oh, episode. It is a treasure. Okay, here is Lift Every Voice and Sing. Okay. Please welcome Emmy Award winner, Cheryl Lee Hold on here. Excellent. Got it. Okay, she's an amazing singer um, mm-hmm. and just like a really, really extraordinary dynamic performer. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I thought was fantastic about this particular um, rendition of of lift every voice and sing was first off you don't really hear like a true real low alto i'm gonna i'm nerding out over over singing yeah um but what i want to draw your attention to is the um signer the american sign language um uh, translator who was performing Uh um for lift every voice and sing and then also throughout the night she actually went viral justina miles is her name she went viral because she was so excellent at what she yep. did. And I don't really have anything snarky or funny or interesting to say other than it was just like a really beautiful moment in a beautiful performance. And so I'm su- submitting. Yeah, I, you know, we always try and find the snarky 
the snarky side of things, but it was just beautiful. Well, I'd love to. I'd <laughs> you love have to, no snarky comeback. I'd love to offer another perspective. Uh oh. Um, now this, this, this song is often referred to as the Black National Anthem. Yes. Correct? Oh yes, I've, I, I should have mentioned. There that. was some Twitter reactions to this. Mm. Um, I'm going to mention a certain mm-hmm. uh, L- Lauren Bobert. Is that, oh, a, is that a person? Yes, yes, yes. You guys are not serious journalists. Okay. We cover this garbage. Carrie Did Lake she call, it, she call um, it wokeism? Here's her tweet, Lauren Bobert. America has only one national anthem. Why is the NFL trying to divide us by playing multiple? This is so Do funny. Do football, not wokeness. You know what? I don't like being drugged into an argument with Lauren, but I but. will. She's picking a fight. <laughs> here you are. We're going to have to link Lauren's um, tweet here. Excuse me, Lauren. There's, there have always been many different America songs, as I mentioned, for years. Mm. It's usually America the Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, there's usually, there's there's all kinds. Shenandoah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just played that for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, Shenandoah. Um, so, yes, I'm going to, I'm going to agree or disagree with um, Lauren. But, of course, you can count on her to do that yes of course i've noticed on her twitter her banner photo has her like with a holster and a gun and stuff separate commentary could go on there um, oh yeah we should she needs her own episode for sure okay good one good one okay. good job with that one okay oh man so many choices here um okay i'm gonna go right for the meat now, okay i'm gonna have to rearrange my computer because i want you to watch this with me we are gonna have to describe it and of course we'll have links to these listeners so oh good is watch this an ad own. this is an ad oh boy and this is an ad for something unexpected Okay. Here we go. Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve. Eve? What's going on? Eve, what's happening? I might have taken a small bite. Oh, she ate something. <laughs> Adam. It's oh. Anna Ferris. Ah, I'm naked. He, reali- oh, he realizes his nakedness. <laughs> Try this. Avocados from Mexico. They make everything better. A squirrel is now offering Eve an avocado. Avocados from Mexico. Now New York well, City, present day. day. In the big avocado. And what's happening? Oh my goodness! Everyone's naked. Yo, I love you. No, 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 I love It's just love. It's perfection. The fall has never occurred. This is so funny. There's no. It's a fashion show, but with no, a fashion show, but with no fashion because they're all naked. You were right. I'm so sad I didn't see this when it happened. The end is not near. Sweet liberty. Now that's a tourist attraction. Okay, it's a naked Statue of Liberty. Oh my goodness. Avocados from Mexico. <laughs> now, think of the theology here. What is actually being said? I think the first message was you have a traditional fall narrative, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the traditional fall narrative, what happens? But they eat the fruit, and mm-hmm. Adam realizes he is naked. Not specified which fruit. Not specified. That's in the story. Right. Squirrel appears. Squirrel offers the avocado instead from of Mexico. Snake, instead of serpent. Af- no, after the eating. So I think the serpent is oh, implied oh, still there. Okay, okay. She's already eaten the fruit. The fall has occurred. Okay. But now she eats the avocado. And now you fast forward to the New York City of today. And what do you see? You see a world in which the fall has never occurred. Where nakedness <laughs> is celebrated and indeed a simply a natural state of affairs. And love rules. Love rules. We're all eating avocados. Therefore, the idea is that avocado reverses the effect of the curse. Yes. And now we're living in the paradise we were meant to live in with the avocados from Mexico. 
Hashtag make it better. Was there, did you see any online backlash against? Um, Because there's always like people who are criticizing. Backlash against. Look look and see if avocado ad. Avocado (laughs) ad. There's always got to be something, right? Right? Did anybody um, make a stink about it? Anna Ferris 46 strips down for Super Bowl ad, Super Bowl backlash, the five most debated commercials, but that's actually from 2012. Okay. Um, I'm not seeing anything immediately. Well, you so know what? I, I, All right. I, I'm thinking people to, it's, so in other words, my point is as a humor thing or as a take, it's a fairly traditional story. Yeah. It's not as though they have Eve eating the avocado instead of the fruit. And replacing the story, but rather they sidle in the avocado after the, the fall. The avocado is a healing. As though it's a healing agent, which has reversed <laughs> the fall, which I don't think there's a whole lot there to sink your teeth into in terms of hate. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. But it's it's so interesting. I mean, I was kind of wondering if, you know, avocados, millennials and avocado toast. I feel like yeah. there's something there that uh, people could have made maybe. out of it. I mean, it could just be. And this, this, I would buy this, that avocados are so delicious yeah. that it just, people just felt like, well, I can't argue with that. I'm going to go, can't argue I'm going to argue with everything else. Can't argue with that. It's simply what it is. Yes. Okay. okay. I'm glad we, glad we watched that together. Yeah. I like it. I yeah. like it. Okay. okay. Yep. So what do you got? Number I'm going three. back to, since we're about halfway through, mm-hmm. I'm going to the Super Bowl halftime show. Okay. Fast forwarding to the halftime yes. show. This okay. is our halftime show. Now last year. Did you watch the halftime show last year? Was that the weekend? No. That was the year before, which was that was a weird one. Dang it, but who was last year? This was like the thing that was tailored especially to our generation. Oh, yes, the, the, the 90s hip hop artist. LA. Yep. It was like Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. Yes. They had Kendrick Lamar made a made a little mini set in there as well. It was sort of like m- m- you know, we are of a micro generation. We had our one moment. We're probably not going to get another one no, like that's, that. No, that's over. That's <laughs> it was over. great. I loved it. Andy Warhol said you get 15 seconds, 15 minutes 15 of fame. Minutes. We one have 15 time. seconds. We yes. have 15 seconds. It's over. Not twice. <laughs> it's over. So they moved on to millennials. And um, Rihanna got her day in the sun. And now my sister is a huge Rihanna fan. So I was texting oh, her like, okay. are you watching it? Are you okay. watching it? Okay. Um, but I wanted to just... Um, play just a little like snippet so that you could get kind of the idea. Okay. Um, uh, in case you um don't have internet access at all and didn't watch it, those of you who are listening, and yet you're listening to a podcast. <laughs> Here you go. It's possible. Yeah. There she is. She was on these okay. multiple like riser things too that were terrifyingly yes. bringing people up and down like on elevators in midair. They had this red and white theme. Very visually Rihanna, striking, I thought. Yeah, I was going to ask what you thought because Brian is quite the visual artist. And to mm. me, it seemed like it was very stylized. Yes. And I loved it. I yeah. like, did I you it. like that part? Absolutely. I loved it. Loved the stylized stuff. Loved her outfit. Loved the costumes. People were oh. saying it had like Willy Wonka vibes and so on. Yeah. Of course, she had a particular reason for wearing the outfit she did and a particular reveal to make. That was a lot of fun, where she revealed her second pregnancy. I could not believe it. So we've got what an announcement. I thought, like, in a way, okay, so I went through two emotions. Tell me, tell me, you you be the judge. Okay. I had two, I had a couple too. Be my feminist mentor and judge me about (laughs) this two things. My first thought was like, I was looking on Twitter as it was going on. 
and people were criticizing it as being low energy and being like, is she pregnant? And then some people were being like, you shut up, you jerk. She just had a baby. That's how women look. And then I was thinking, oh, yeah. is she pregnant? And then I felt guilty for wondering if she was pregnant. And then it turned out she definitely then, was. So then at first I was feeling like, you stupid pig, Brian. You're just like everybody else, like, like fetishizing this idea of a woman. All she can be is pregnant. Then number two, I was like, is this like the ultimate woman flex to be like, I am pregnant. I'm a billionaire. I'm in the halftime show. Oh, I'm doing yeah. whatever I want. Like basically showing off my baby. Well, you know, I had a lot of emotions too. Yeah. One of them was I was utterly terrified for her because she was so high off the ground. Mm-hmm. And toward the end of the set, mm-hmm. her platform got a little bit wobbly. And I was like, ah, oh. <laughs> but, um, did you know she, when, when did you realize she was pregnant? Uh, well, you know, I have this theory and it is so not scientific, but I think women's faces look different to me when they are pregnant. Oh, really? And to me, you know, when people talk about like the pregnancy glow, maybe that's a thing. Yeah. I thought she was pregnant because of her face. There's like a, I don't know. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I will say, I don't want to overly romanticize it because I was miserable through both of my pregnancies yeah. and <laughs> poor brain, you know, cause I was in here looking uncomfortable, but, um, so I don't want to like right. romanticize it too much, but I just thought she looked really beautiful. So you think maybe there was a particular kind of way, maybe there was like a woman sense, like we people, women who have been pregnant could see the pregnancy glow. I don't know. I don't know. Is it but, mystical? Did it happen? Um, I, I mean, I thought, for sure she was. So I just kind of moved on from there. Wow. And then I was scared for her because she was like so far off the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, you know, when people were criticizing her energy, I was like, are you kidding me? I thought it was, I bought the ultimate like woman flex because I mean, also, you know, some like womanist, feminist scholar needs to do mm-hmm. an essay on this because when you like the the overarching story of the NFL feels mm-hmm. so violent. Yes. And um, they had, um, I can't remember the player who um, like almost died. DeMar, DeMar Hamlin. Yes. Okay. Buffalo Bills. They had him come out toward like before the game. Like he almost died. With all look, of his doctors. Now he's okay. And Yeah. And it just felt like there's something that feels kind of death dealing about the game and like. The military, the planes, the military, the, the wars, the, yeah. all that stuff. And then. Here she is, like overlooking the entire crowd, like churning with life. Yep. And I, I, I was sort of thrilled. That yeah. To me, it felt like transcendent. Right. Yeah. And then, okay, wait, one more thing. I want to ask you about this. People were saying that there was like some sort, they were talking about her like she was doing something satanic. I did not get that. What? Why does everyone got to bring the Satan in? Is it because she was wearing red? I don't even know. No, I, yes, I, I, I can imagine. I can imagine. There's a lot of, like, we could do some race criticism and feminist criticism and womanist criticism about why people assume that because I was like, what in the world was she doing I would <laughs> that th- would engender that response? Yeah, I would think it in a sense, it, it's complicated by the fact that there was an ultimate kind of like life and babies message. That's what I which thought. Is, you know, often the purview of, of more conservative rights life kind of, you know, people like, hey, this is a pregnancy. Celebrate it now. Yeah, like on top of the world, celebrating yeah. this beautiful, like life giving being. I yeah. Know, I know. What did you, 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 like, what did, what was the reaction in the room? Because I always feel like the halftime show is kind of a oh, fun yeah. thing to oh, be yeah. like, t- my, take the temperature. My daughter's, I mean, my, my, my teenage daughter was waiting for this for, for weeks. Oh, that's watched so sweet. All, watched the interviews oh, before the show, asked us to watch I the know. interviews, which I did. So, I think it was, I think it's always special. I think she's, 
she loves watching big cultural moments. Oh, that's and neat. like participating in those, and I do too. And so I think she gets that from me. And so we were we were just kind of like transfixed, basically. Okay, one moment I wasn't sure about, and I I love that is that when she g- did a plug for her makeup. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the Fenty line, she pulls it out. She's like an Dot. amazing business person and entrepreneur. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know how I feel. I feel like if anybody else did it, I don't think I'd like it. But I actually kind of liked it with her because she's like, yeah, you get me out of here. You know, I'm pregnant. I'm doing the Super Bowl. I'm uh, going to sell my stuff. I'm going to sell my stuff. <laughs> she's the first billionaire to, to be. Amazing. You know, um, uh, yes. So it was, I thought it was a transfixing performance and the pregnancy thing was, was, was a stunning, stunning reveal. Okay. Good one. Your turn. Excellent one. I went too long on that. You no, it was on. great. It was great. It was great. We're going to, we're going to fit this all in. Okay. Um, this one's a quicker one, but I thought kind of an odd message. The Google Pixel 7 phone ads. Are you aware of the Google Pixel 7? One of their key things, I, I won't even play the ad yes. here, we'll just talk about it, is that basically what the, what, the, what the phone does is that the phone has a feature called Magic Eraser, which features heavily in the ad, which allows you to take anything that's, it, it's kind of like a perfect instant Photoshop where you okay. can delete things in the background. Delete your ex, delete that person oh, in the background, whoa, delete whoa. that ugly tree with just the touch of a finger. And I thought to myself, there was something kind of creepy, but almost a kind of spiritual longing in that sense. It's like mm. another another layer to this this media phone sense of like getting like a kind of perfection on your phone. Wow. But even this idea of the erasure of all that could be ugly or bad, you know, this idea, this very evangelical notion of erasing your sins, of becoming white as snow, of, of secondary <laughs> virginity, of like uh, just right, all right. of these notions, right? I thought, what a perfect tech, tech application to that. To, to be able to erase stuff that easily on your phone and your pictures and curate this world in which you appear exactly the way that you want to appear with nothing in the background that you don't want and so on. So I thought that that was a stunning little, little tech moment. I wonder, I mean, I, I'm sure that sells very well because if it didn't, they probably would. I, I mean, I, I would imagine that one time I was on a plane recently and I saw like maybe a 22, 25 year old young woman, um, taking meticulously erasing the darkness underneath her eyes Mm -hmm. in a photo, Mm -hmm. doing it for all of her friends before putting it on Mm -hmm. whatever social media platform. And it, it creeped me out and I don't know why, Mm. except for the fact that I was like, what is it like for, for you to experience real life? If you have that much control over creating an image and putting it out there. I mean, I guess we all do that, but there was a part of me and I, you know, maybe I just need to do some self-reflection about why. That's a good one. Well, do that yeah. reflection. All right. Okay. Okay. Rapid fire. Two final two. Okay. This is a fast one. UFO stuff during the Super Bowl. Oh, what were you thinking? My this is mostly yeah. I goodness. just want to do it fast. Of course, this story <laughs> may have evolved by the time this airs, but yes. like multiple quote objects have been shot down over U.S. and Canadian airspace. The U.S. government is refusing to describe exactly what they are. Some of there is allegedly testimony from some of the pilots who shot down the Alaska object who say that it was cylindrical, metallic, had no visual means of propulsion, and they have no clue what it is. The object shot down over Lake Huron is allegedly octagonal in shape. Oh, my goodness. And is not a clearly a balloon at, at 20,000 feet. The Canadian object still not described. Y'all, you just need to know, Brian is not reading this stuff. He has it memorized. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, this is clearly... Is this the end? Is U- this how it happens? Yeah. The UFO communities are going nuts. Obviously, it's probably, you know, um, 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 
spy yes. spy kind of stuff. But you know, it's a, it's amazing to dream, isn't it? It is. It is. Okay. Spooky Mulder. Um, <laughs> Your turn. Finally, the, the kind of the main religious moment that he gets us ads. There was a family. So these ads came up. People are probably familiar with these by now. Just we, a reminder, we audience. We broke this story like two years ago yes, yes. In, in football we games. We were we were talking about these ads. We were talking about the wealth of the company before anyone else. Well, you we have e- receipts. You couldn't even Google They're information about this when no. we started talking about yep. it. Now it's everywhere. Okay. You know this family matters one. It shows families in states of conflict, and then in the payoff moment, which I'm fast forwarding to at the very end, mm. Jesus disagreed with loved ones, but he didn't disown them. He gets us, all of us. So. So these these ads have tended to be, you know, people have said very nonpartisan, right? Yes, Jesus, yes. the friend of the lonely, whatever. This one, and I think one other one, people have discerned certain, let's say, messages. Mm-hmm. In other words, who's who's dis, who's can't who's quote canceling their family members? The implication being that it's liberal people. Woke. It's Wokists. woke. It's woke people who are canceling their family members. Now the ads visuals take care to make it very like equal opportunity and it's black people and it's white people and it's all different kinds of people and it's just isolation generally. But others have said this is where they tip their hand and this is a fundamentalist Christian group that ultimately they want to show that, you know, hey, Jesus wouldn't have you cancel your family members. You know, okay. Did you, you watched Mad Men? I did. I not all not all of it, but a lot of it. Yes. I mean, I think, so I, my dad was in the room with me during the Super Bowl, and he was like, what is this stuff? And I was saying, hey, we at Weird Religion broke the story. And I told my dad, this is like really, really wealthy people are selling Jesus to Americans during the Super Bowl. And then I just kind of was like, is that the most American thing I've ever said? <laughs> This has been a production of Weird Religion. A podcast for people who know religion is weird but love it anyway. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Follow us into the ocean. Allow your heart to blossom. Retreat into the gorgeous and haunted forests of your mind. Find us there.